Hey, y'all. <laughs> this is not a drill. This is real. Um, it's me, your girl, Jess Jemiah. I am back, and we have slipped and slide, stumbled, tumbled, fumbled, tripped, and slipped back into another episode, finally, of the Monologue Podcast. You guys are tuning in. This is episode 21. 21. <laughs> um, hey, y'all. Wow, I miss I miss y'all. I miss this. This feels great. Um Yeah, I'm back for another episode and um sorry if y'all been missing me. We'll deep dive into the life of Jam here lately in uh the year of 2019, but just I'm really excited to be back here. Um I'm real comfy right now. I'm recording in my home studio, which feels great because it's freezing outside. Let me tell y'all something for my my followers and my listeners who are not currently existing in the Midwest of this United States of America. It's cold as shit. Okay. Sorry if that hurts your ears, but that's the pain that I feel when I walk outside every day this winter. It is cold, consistently cold. Like, it's the kind of cold that when it's 20 degrees, we excited. Like, whoo, we got 20 of them things? Like, eh, come on now, you showing out, God, you giving us 20 of them things? Like, that's the kind of cold it is. Like, winter is here. It is here. And, and, and that motherfucker, he not going nowhere for a minute. All right? Winter is definitely out here acting like a stubborn ex who just can't let go. Like, just here, holding on. Wants you to know, liking all your pictures, sending you random good morning texts, just unwarranted attention, unwarranted, just unwarranted, unwanted presence consistently. That is what winter is doing right now. And I'm sick of it. I'm going to be, I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired. I am done. Okay. Okay. But yes, it's been cold as hell in 2019, but I'm still here, still thriving, I'm still alive. So thank you, God, Jesus, be looking out for that. Um, little life update for the jam Ooh, real quick, because uh, jam session is going to kind of go more into what's been going on with me. But your girl is still good, still doing my thug thizzle. I guess the most exciting part of my life that I can update you guys on is that I started my lock journey. Um, I've been wanting to lock my hair for a minute now, at least like I've always kind of seen myself with locks, but I've definitely committed to the thought that like I am going to lock my hair probably like two years ago. Um, it is, it takes me a while to actually get to the execution phase of things <laughs> struggling. Um, but I knew I wanted to lock my hair and I was just like finally going to do it when I was in South Carolina this summer, uh, down South, so many people have dreads. Like I couldn't go outside, go to the mall or anything without seeing somebody who was locked up. And it was very inspirational. I just love the look of locks. I love the, just the very natural element of it. I like my hair. I like my hair to have a little fuzz, a little frizz, a little texture. I've never been one really for really straight and silky and shiny hair. I like my hair straightened just, you know, for a length check, but I don't know how to do straight hair at all. Whenever I would get my hair silk pressed, literally 
however I walked out the salon, that's how it would be until I washed it because I don't know how to do no extra bumps, curls, rollers, you know, bump under, bump over, bump to the side, slick it down, edge, flip, whip. I can't do any of that. I just am not skilled. It's not by my gift. Um, but I can throw a mean puff ball in my head, mean puff. Just I could just brush down a little bit of baby hair that I actually got. I don't know how to create. I don't know how to do the manufactured baby hairs, but I definitely know how to maintain the little half a centimeter of baby hair that God did give me. So that's kind of my life. And I was over my loose hair. I've been over my loose hair for a long time. I do have a beautiful texture of hair, if I do say so myself, okay? Um, but it's probably been a solid year since I even attempted to do any kind of like twist out, banzuna, anything that's really curly and cute. And you know, the fun that us natural sisters have with our hair, I kind of gave up on that because it's so time consuming and the amount of time and effort it takes to do a style and how long it lasts, that ratio just did not work well for me. And I don't have time to be playing in my hair for 40 days and 40 nights for it to last for a hot day or two. So I kind of stopped really doing anything crazy with my loose hair probably like a year ago. Um, And I've just been wearing like my high puffs and the top knot or something like that, uh, which was getting really stressful on my edges. So I was just over. I was just over loose hair. I just wanted my hair to do its thing. So I'm probably about tomorrow. Well, it's Monday right now that I'm recording this. So Tuesday will actually be... uh, a month that I started my lock journey. I started with two strand twists, so I'm not locked yet. It's probably going to be a few months before my hair actually locks, but so I just have like a head full of two strand twists out here looking like little Bow Wow, but you know, that's my aesthetic. I love it. And I love it so far. I just like to see my hair doing its own thing. I love not having to do much to it, spritz it a little bit for some moisture or on my scalp, and that's it. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm still very fresh and new into this lock journey, but I'm really excited, and I want to see how it goes. Hopefully, I'll like it. Hopefully, I'll commit to it. I like having long hair, and my hair is a decent length, but shrinkage and, I mean, it's just probably medium length hair. It's not long hair whatsoever, and so I am struggling with having, you know, short twists and not having any hair down my back. You know, I love to get some long braids or some long twists or something like that. I love having long hair. So that I'm struggling with. I'm really trying to fight the impulse to get lock extensions um, while my hair is locking because you can always take those out. But I'm trying to just go the pure route of just letting my own hair do its own thing. So y'all stay tuned for that. See, um, I haven't really been doing updates on it on the socials. But as it starts, my hair starts to do more. Like I said, they're just fuzzy twists right now. As it starts to do more and lock and things like that, I'll probably do some updates. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do like a lock journey, a whole in-depth situation, but you guys will see. But I'm committed to that right now. Um, what else has been going on? A whole lot of nothing, honestly, y'all, but like a whole lot. Like it ain't been nothing going on in my life, but it's been a whole lot of that nothing in a very like blah way, which we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But before that, let's go ahead and mosey, mosey, mosey. It's Black History Month, so you know I had to come through with the grinding in the trenches, which you know one of my people, one of my people. And this week in grinding in the trenches, y'all, I want to highlight my girl Peaches. Um, 
that's literally what we call her. Okay. That's just not me being a hood booger, but peaches is so dope. One of my favorite things, um, about social media is being able to still just kind of when people use it, right. They don't do too much. They don't expose their entire lives, but being able to just watch people do well and being able to just watch people find their passions and find the things that they love and just thrive at them and really taking that leap and taking that jump. It is so beautiful. And so Peaches, uh, another, <laughs> another person who I grew up with in church, which is so crazy that like, I feel like half of my grind in the churches is literally people that I grew up in church, grew up with in church, but literally someone who I grew up in church with and she apparently is just cold in the kitchen, cold in the kitchen, which makes sense. I, I can totally see it. Um, but Peaches started her own business, Peaches Sensations, and she's just cold on the baking tip, y'all. She makes custom cakes. She also does like gourmet fruit, so gourmet chocolate covered strawberries, those gourmet grapes, banana pudding. I heard her banana pudding is to die for. I don't like bananas. I hate bananas so I am not a banana pudding girl but I know people who love banana pudding and my best friend Erin loves the sweets and the snacks and she vouches for this banana pudding so if you guys are in the Chicago area or surrounding area anything like that y'all need to hit up peaches she makes you know she does custom orders she just started making these little snack packs that is just like a little bit of the strawberries a little bit of banana pudding a little bit of the grapes a little bit of like some red velvet cake i think or something up in there but she literally does it all i'm going to drop all her social media in information into the description box but you can follow her on instagram her business page peaches sensations that's peaches and sensations with a z on the end and the same thing for her Facebook page. She has a good Facebook page, a lot of pictures, so you can see all of her work. Um, great customer service. You hit her in the DM, hit her on the messages, she'll respond to you. So if you guys are ever looking for some good, sweet treats, hit her up. She does a lot of things. She's very flexible. She, I, she does more than what's on her page, even even that. So definitely hit up Peaches. Peaches, shout out to you, girl. I'm very proud of you. And when I come home, I'm definitely going to have to hit you up. I'm a red velvet cake girl. So if you ever got some red velvet, you know, red velvet jar or whatever, I'm definitely going to hit that up. And those grapes, I need some. I need some. Put them to the side. I'm on the way. Okay. So y'all hit up my girl Peaches. Bus show. I'm going to drop all that information in the description box and then i'll also share it on the facebook page when i drop the episode so be on the lookout buddy and here we are now go ahead put it in park um petty parkway okay um we just gonna we're just gonna sit here for a second there's a couple things that's been on my petty mind since i've been away um the first thing, which isn't really petty, it's just kind of like ugh, where I am in life. Y'all, I am over social media. Like, Jesus, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I just, it is so exhausting. I think more than anything, it makes me mad. It makes me mad how dependent I am on it as just a source for entertainment and information and it's such a generational thing like my generation us like I don't know like 94 and up babies like we 
deal with social media in a way where it's like we are used to having it around but since kind of like those beginning stages so we know we know of times when it wasn't as addictive as it is now and so at least me personally, I teeter between like, yo, like I'm on this a lot, but I also remember a time when I wasn't on social, like when I had the choice to be on social media and not be on social media. And I would choose not to be on it because it wasn't that big of a deal. Like you would just kind of use it when you felt like it. Whereas like generation, what is it? X, Y, Z? I don't know. But like the 21, 22 year old, 18, 19, still in high school, they've only known social media in the sense of how we all know it now, where it's just like addictive, where it's just like, I had this impulse that I constantly have to check and scroll through Instagram and Twitter, just this scrolling culture. That's all they know that they, they, they were just born into social media at its height. And so for me, I'm just so over it because I don't want to be addicted to social media anymore. Like I don't want to feel like if I'm not on social media, I'm disconnected from the world but that's how I feel. I feel like, yo, if I'm not on social media, people like aren't, you know, people are going to lose interest in me or people are not going to be invested. And like, I just feel like I, if I don't make a snap every day, somebody gonna think I'm dead. Like, or do they know I'm alive? Do they care? Or people just aren't going to be interested in me. People aren't going to want to check on me if I don't make a post or a status or a snap or something, a tweet, you know, giving them some kind of insight. If I don't give them that in, then people are going to forget about me. I hate it. I'm so over it. I don't want to do it. Can y'all please just love me? Just call me. Just FaceTime me. I answer the phone. I promise. I will talk to you on the phone for hours, 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 hours. I just don't want to social media anymore. I'm still going to because I think that social media is amazing in a lot of ways. Like I was just saying, being able to, you know, stay up to date um, with people who you can't see on the day to day and things like that. But just like the the idea, like the whole oversharing, we overshare for sure. And then there's so much just ridiculousness that is, that is able to live and exist and be glorified and be magnified due to social media. That is just exhausting. Um, and then being a creative, like to put yourself out there, to get the podcast out there, to, you know, keep made to make it going and things like that. Like y'all haven't posted on my made to make it Instagram in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you follow the made to make it post Instagram, go on there and see when the last post was. Yeah, it's been a minute, <laughs> a, a couple minutes because I just, ugh, I just, I don't like it. I don't want to do it. If anybody, I don't have no money. I don't have any money, but if anybody just wants to like manage my social media, I will, I will find a way to repay you in some way. Um, I scrape up some dollars possibly. I don't know. We, I could take you to a nice dinner once a month. I'm talking nice once a month. I'll take you on a nice dinner. Okay. Cause I like to eat. We can fellowship. Um, but if anybody wants to just run my social media, that would be awesome. I mean, not my personal, but like mates making things like that. Like I have to find the passion behind, um, social media again and, and, and using it for the good because your girl, mm. I'm just, I'm done. I'm sick of y'all on there. I'm sick of seeing the same 13 people on Instagram. Instagram, I'm sick of you controlling who I see. I got to go search to find the people I really want to see because y'all not putting the people I really want to see in my thing. I had to unfollow Shade Room because I was tired. I was tired. I've had to unfollow so many things because I'm like, Instagram thinks this is the only thing I want to see. 
I have to unfollow so many Greek pages because I'll get on Instagram and all it is is just pyramids of diamonds, Greek shenanigans, Midwest Greek, the red sins, it's just all Greek things. And I'm just like, this is too much. There is no diversity in my timeline. Oh God. It's just, I'm sorry. I'm going on a rant right now, but that is literally how I'm feeling. Like I'm just over it. So that's probably not petty, but that's just what I want to get off my chest today. More so, my true petty portion, listen. So, I have just been trying to, like, catch up on all the tunes, you know, get in tune with who's hot, what's hot, and what's not in these music worlds, because my ear don't really be to the streets, for real, for real. So... Um, I've been trying, you know, I, I like to go on my Apple music, go to the what's new to the browse page and things like that and see what's happening. Um, I appreciate that I've recently discovered, I won't say recently, but just probably like over this summer discovered summer Walker. Um, I really like, I'm really digging her. I've been digging her, but like I will play hers albums, the like version one, version two. I just created a playlist with both of them on there. So it's just one long album. Play it. Love it. Um, I'm just really into all the new R&B. Like, I don't really listen to the rap as much. <laughs> Why well, I sound like somebody auntie <laughs> the rap? I don't really listen to the raps, the rappers as much. But um, I love some R&B. I love some singing. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with the R&B. One, you gotta stop whispering and singing like this. I don't want you to whisper no more. I need you to sing, baby. I need you to belt. I need you to get down in that diaphragm, in that lower register, the higher register, even the medium register. Just register with me and sing the song. Stop all that whispering. Uh, Sing the song, please. Thank you. Secondly, and most importantly, here's the thing that the trend that I am not liking now, everybody want to drop an EP. First of all, drop an album. I don't know what is going on in the world. I don't know what's the deal. It's probably like a record label thing or what, what, why you can drop an EP, but can't drop an album. I need y'all to drop an album because y'all get lazy with these EPs. You're talking about got a new EP dropping. You got me all excited. And then you drop the EP and it's three songs. Now I feel disrespected. Now, now, now you playing with me. So now I'm a goofy. Now I'm a lame. Basically. You don't, don't sit here and make 27 tweets about your EP that's dropping on Friday. And it's only three songs on it. Don't you make three tweets, three tweets. Matter of fact, you make one tweet with three words. When you're dropping a three song EP, don't sit here and talk to me for a month and have me waiting for 37 days. For a three song EP. No, you tell me about that three song EP three days before it drop. Don't get me all that time to get all excited, get all anxious. You know, I'm waiting. You know, there's a lack. There's a void of good singing and R&B. I already like you. I'm already invested in you. And then you play with me. <laughs> I'm not the one, baby. Mm-mm. I'm not the one and we not the two. Don't do that to me. I don't deserve that. Okay. And even, even deeper, even deeper into how I'm sick of y'all trying me with these EPs. Listen, listen here. You got to choose. Y'all got to choose. Either you about to be a singer or you a poet. If you want to be a poet, make a poetry album. All right. But are you a singer or are you a poet? All right. Don't get on this EP 
for this album, okay? And your song is only a minute and 45 seconds and you got the nerve, you got the nerve and the audacity to do a spoken word piece? You got a poem? You telling me I just I just started getting into the groove, mm, yeah. Oh, and then I, and then I crawl into the hole in the corner. Yeah. And you vibing, and I'm vibing. I already had to listen real hard because you whispering, so I'm listening real hard. And I'm just into it. We a minute and thirty seven seconds in, and a fade out, and then a fade back in. Because honestly, I love you and the way that you love me was just it just was not reciprocal and then just to know that you did not take and all I did was give well I'm here to give more but I also need to take it back take me back can we go back can we go back take me there I want to go there please because our love is never ended however it came to an ending so now I gotta go on Facebook and I'm unfriended take me there no 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 I don't want to hear it I want you to sing I want you to sing the songs I want you to take that poem and put it to a beat and get a hook and a bridge okay and two verses you understand me I need two verses, a hook, and a bridge. And I need you to sing the hook at least three times. That make your song at least four minutes and 12 seconds. That is what I'm here for. I am sick, okay? I'm sick of y'all now with these EPs, half EP, half spoken word album. You got 12 minutes of singing and 43 minutes of spoken word. I don't want to hear it, Ella. I don't want to hear it, Summer. Summer, I'm really fed up with you. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent. Summer, I'm tired. Because Riot is so damn good. Finish that damn song, Summer. Finish that song, Summer. And add three minutes to it. Three. Matter of fact, I want eight minutes. I deserve an eight-minute song from you. That's what I deserve. I'm tired. Shit. Y'all got me in here hot and sweating. I'm tired, y'all. And this just really is coming from a place of love because y'all can sing. And I really just want y'all to sing the songs fully for at least three and a half minutes each song. That's I feel like that's that's I'm not asking for a lot. You're an artist. I feel like you could do that. Three and a half minutes, and I need at least ten. Can I get at least ten songs? Can I get at least ten three and a half minute songs? Can I get an album? I just even if you're gonna do an EP. Fine, I'll take eight songs, four minutes. Yes? No? I don't know. And then, when you do drop the album, and your album is only eight songs, don't make four of the damn songs on the album, songs from the EP. I need eight new songs on the album. I didn't listen to this EP. I didn't listen to this EP 49 times in one day. It only took me an hour, because it's only 32 seconds. Don't. Okay, don't piss me off now. On the album, new songs. New songs, no poems. New songs, no poems. Say it with me. New songs, no poems. Sing. Sing the song. You're a singer. Sing the song. Jesus. And that's it. That's my petty petty portion. Um, I love everybody. 
And I just, I just want to see the best. I just want, I just want to pull the best out of all of you. So if anybody, you know what I mean? No, can relate. Just, am I wrong? Am I out of control? Y'all let me know. Am I stepping too far? Just let me know. But this is just how I feel and it's in my soul. Okay. So, all right. Now that we're all caught up on my petty, on my life a little bit, <laughs> let's jump into this jam session, man. Let's go ahead, jump in. Um, jam session today, it, it's going to be about something that I haven't really talked about in depth, I don't think, on the podcast. I don't really talk about it much because still figuring out in my life. Yeah, I know that's, that's me in general, still figuring out a lot of things. But um, we're going to talk about faith. Yes, we are going to talk about faith. Now, before y'all get all bent out of shape and all that, um, your girl is nobody's Bible thumper, nobody's deaconess, okay? Minister of nothing. Minister of absolutely nothing, okay? Um, I want to talk about faith because I want to just kind of bridge the gap on what's been going on with me in my life lately, why I've been kind of MIA, how faith has played a role in that, um, or lack thereof really. And, and just kind of where I'm currently at in life and my journey and, and, you know, self-discovery, that's always my thing. Um, so y'all hear me talk a lot about my friends from church growing up. And as I even mentioned today with peaches, which I didn't even plan that out that my, <laughs> My grinding in the trenches would be somebody who I knew from church, but I have a lot of friends and family for church because I grew up in the church my whole life. I was very involved at my church growing up all the way from like a kid to a teenager to a young adult, you know, and, you know, even when I went away from college, my first couple years, first year or so coming back, I would still come back, go to church, everything like that. Um, so my faith, I've, I just always have been a believer. I love God. I love Jesus. I thank God thank Jesus for everything that I have, everything like that. Um, however, once I came to college, I came, I went up for college in 2012 and I've been living in my college town since then. I haven't moved back home. Who Jesus, that'll be seven years in August. It's time for your girl to go. <laughs> I got to go. Um, but when I came to college, I never established or found a new church home because I was so connected to my church home back in Chicago. It was, I loved it so much. I love the energy and everything about it. And I live in Iowa and, uh, to say the least, I didn't think that I would find the same kind of energy and the same kind of church that I was used to. And I didn't do a, like, it wasn't a priority of mine. Like I can't say that I like church hopped and tried to find anything. I was just like, ah, it's Iowa. I'm not, I didn't really give it a chance. So I just, Never really tried to find a church home in Iowa. I think I visited a church one time, and it wasn't terrible by any means, but I just was like, meh. I I started going to a little bit of, like, campus ministries when I was still in school, like, early on, and then I kind of fell off from that. I got busy in school, started getting involved in everything else, you know, trying to be Little Miss, do it all. And so going to church and finding a church community was not a priority for for me. However, I can say when I got in college and, as, you know, I'm getting older and my I realized that my relationship with God became so much more serious to me. It was just my one-on-one relationship with God, like praying and things, you know what I mean, praying, going to the Bible to kind of find answers for myself. I became a lot more focused on that because 
I didn't feel right, you know, not going to church, but I knew like, if I'm not going to go to church, the least I could do is still pray, still thank God every day for everything that he does for me. And that was so important to me. And then life starts hitting me in college and you know, any stuff doesn't go my way. You know what I mean? I've talked about my journey before about, you know, your girl ain't supposed to have nobody's degree. Like I am not, the way that the cards was set up for me, I ain't supposed to be here with nobody's degree, nobody's good job, nothing like that, because it was not happening for me. And so I had to lean on God. I had to depend on God. I had to pray like, Lord, listen, I know that that university says I owe them so many thousands of dollars, God. And you know, I don't have those thousands of dollars and I don't know nobody who got those thousands of dollars to give to me, Jesus. So Lord, please just, I don't know. I don't have the answer, but I I got it. I got to be in school and he made it happen five and a half years long. It's fine. I was down for it. He made a way. And so, you know, I, I just always have believed in God. I always have believed that every good thing that happens to me is God. Every bad thing is just a lesson. God is still allowing me to learn from the ups and the downs. I just know that God is walking beside me in everything that I do and that he has a will. He gives me these dreams to chase. Like I know God is in me and I know this, never doubted it. I think for me is where I got older and where kind of the like friction became is that religion, I got very turned off by religion. Uh, The older you get, the more, or at least for me, I started to kind of see the flaws of the church a lot more vividly, the contradictions of the church, of ministry, of how people act on Sunday versus who they were Monday through Saturday. Um, and that turned me off because, you know, religion is so of man. It is such a man focused thing. I think sometimes it's just so much about people and the institution of the church is so dependent in, on people. In my opinion, it turned me off. And so it, it had me in this confusing space for a little bit with my faith. It was like, God, I love you. And, and, and I trust and I believe in you. But like the church, I don't really want to do that. Does that make me wrong? Am I sinning by like not wanting to go to church? Like, I'm not trying to defy you, God, but like, is there a better way? Is there some other way for me to be connected and close? Can my relationship just be me and you? Like, can we just, you know, work this out on a one-on-one type deal? Um, so I'm, my faith, has, my journey has been up and down, up and down because I go through really good spells. Or I'm just praying all the time and I'm just really just focused on being a good person and spreading love and light and things like that. And then I go through some down moments where I'm like not really praying and I think I got to figure it all out and I'm just do it all on my own. And like, you know what I mean? All right, God, I got this. Don't you worry. You take a break, <laughs> right? Um, the audacity of me. And those are the times where my world is just rocked, right? And so this past month, like January was really hard for me in that way because nothing was making sense. It got to a point where all these things were happening in my life that were so opposite of the direction I was trying to go. And I didn't understand. I didn't have any answers and none of it was making sense. And I'm just like, hold on now, God, now. Uh, well, I wasn't even saying hold on now, God. I'm like, universe, <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, what is going on in the world? All these things, like all, and it would just be small 
you know what I mean? Small little things like, ah, I planned on having this day off from work and now I have to go into work and I had all these plans. Like what is going on? The smallest little things would just burn me. And I was so heavily affected by everything that wasn't going my way. But I didn't understand. I couldn't understand because I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like where I'm, I've, I'm doing, I feel like I'm covering all my bases and a lot of it had to do as well, just with my creative work. I have felt so just numb and so uninspired as far as like my creative work, as far as made to make it, even with the podcast. Yeah. I recorded an episode a few weeks ago. I recorded an episode in January. Um, I went to the studio, everything recorded the episode and I never released it. I never released the episode because I didn't like it. I was like, this, nobody wants to hear this. What am I even talking about? Why am I wasting my time doing this podcast? Nobody is listening to this. Um, I don't like how it sounds. I'm tired of hearing my own voice. This isn't going to work. And it was just like January was all about doubt. Like the doubt, I just did not believe I could do anything right. Nothing that I was doing was going right. I felt like it was all my fault and I couldn't pull myself out of this hole. And I wasn't praying and I wasn't talking to God, nothing like that. I was just, Jemiah was just doing her Jemiah thing and it stopped working. Like, but you know what I mean? The end of the year was great. You know, I felt like 2018 was a good year. A lot of good things happened to me. And then 2019 hit and I was like, okay, now what? And I realized that I didn't have a plan. I, I didn't, I was just kind of like going with emotions, but nothing was exciting me. Nothing was motivating me. I was just day by day waking up doing the same thing every day. And I hate that. I need to be like constantly stimulated and experiencing things. And so out January was just really, really hard for me. And so it's, it's amazing. And I, and I'm so thankful for people. And I think if I'm blessed with anything in my life, I am literally blessed with amazing people in my life, amazing support system. Just the support that I have makes no sense. And so I wasn't feeling like myself and it was becoming hard for me to like maintain my happiness and my joy. And anybody who know me, I know like choose joy, pushing positivity. Like that's my jam. Like I wake up every day and I'm just happy to be alive. I'm like, yo, I'm up. I have a, a roof over my head. I have a car that drives me from point A to point B every day with no problem. I go to a great job that I enjoy, pays me well. All my bills are paid and I still got a little money in the bank. Like God, no matter what happens today, I'm already starting off on top because I woke up with what I need. And that every morning for me, that gets me out the bed. That gets me going. That puts a smile on my face, right? That was not working for me. I was waking up every morning like, ugh, another day. Another day of just nothing, of just feeling nothing. I just was feeling nothing. I have never felt like that in my life. And, you know, I was very, I was very, I had a lot of anxiety. And I'm not one um, to like label, like I'm battling anxiety. I'm battling depression. I don't, I don't like to put those titles on myself. I don't like to self-diagnose my thing, myself with things just cause I'm like going through a thing and you know, I don't want to 
I don't know enough, you know what I mean? I'm not educated enough on depression and anxiety to be like, yes, this is what I have. But I know I was not feeling like myself and it was not going away. Like I could not shake this just funk that I was feeling. And people who know me and who deal with me on the daily could feel it. I was at work and I was just kind of like extra, just kind of like, I want to say mean, but I was just like being just snarky. You know what I mean? Everybody know I crack a lot, a lot of jokes and all that, but like everything was just like a dig. Like I was just like super sarcastic and snarky and just like, you know, little undercuts at everybody and everything. And I would do it in a funny way, but I knew myself, like I would say something. I'd be like, damn, Joya, like, okay, now girl, that was not necessary. Um, and, and, and. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't figure out what it was, but when it got to the point where I was waking up every day and wasn't excited, like I didn't want to leave my house. I wasn't excited to go to work. I wasn't nothing excited me. I went and recorded that episode last month for the podcast and I left the studio and was just like, "Mm." Like, I don't, I'm not even going to text my engineer to send me that. Like, I don't even want it. I'm not going to post that. I never even listened back to it. But just the energy that I had in the studio alone while recording it, I was just like, I don't even want to be here right now. And the monologue, this is my baby. Like, if anything, this is like my labor of love. I love doing this. And it was nothing. It was nothing. I just, no. And so, my... My god sister, Janice, she one day just sent me a prayer. She just texted me and sent me a prayer. And I, I I reach out to her when I'm not feeling it, when I'm not feeling great. And she'll be like, let me just pray for you. Let me just pray for you. And then my best friend, Erin, you know, I, I, I would make a post or something like that. Or she'll just call and check in with me. Hey, how you doing? Everything all right? And I'm just like, uh, I'm not feeling it. And she's like, no, we're just going to pray that you break out of that and everything like that. You know, we're just going to pray pray you through this. I'm looking out for you. Let me know whatever you need. You made to make it. You got this. Like, whatever you're doubting, do, take your time, step away. But, like, you got this. God has, has a plan for you. All these things. Just pouring into me. My sister Victoria, man, I told her, like, I'm just not feeling it. I cannot find the motivation or inspiration to do anything. The only reason I get up and go to work every day is because I got bills to pay. Okay? And she's like, you know what? No, we're going to pray you right on up out of that. So it was like every, all the people who I leaned on, kind of, these are usually the people who I can count on for a joke to make me feel good or anything like that. My best friend, Tiana, I texted her. She's all the way in freaking Iraq right now. And I hit her up. I was like, man, I'm just jammed, just not feeling it. Like, and she like, oh no, you got to shake that. Like, uh-uh, I'm praying for you. I love you. If you need anything, let me know. But you got to shake up out of there. Keep your head up. Pick your head up and keep moving. God got a plan for you. And so it was like all the people who I was just kind of, I was trying to download all of my frustration and all my burden onto the, like the people who I just trusted so much without me even saying anything, they were just like, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. We're going to pray you out of this. I'm going to pray you through this. God has a plan for you. You are made to make it. You got this. And it was just this. They had so much faith in me and they, they believed and saw what God had for me during this time where I could not see it. I could not see it. And I wasn't even thinking about God. I wasn't even thinking about turning this over to God in prayer or anything like that. I was just like, I'm over it and I don't want to do nothing. I just want to talk to somebody about it and go to sleep. Like, that's it. 
I just want to sleep. I would come home every day and just go to sleep with attitude. But it's like all the people who I was was venting to, they were like, this is not like you. And I don't necessarily have the answer, but let me go ahead and encourage you right now. And I'm also going to pray about it. I'm also going to talk to God to talk, talk to God on your behalf so that you can get back to where you need to be. Because I know, I know you and I know this ain't you right now. And that really just started to speak to me. And I'm like, wow, people praying for me more than I'm praying for myself at this point. Okay. And then, and then, and then it hit me. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, good friend of mine, and he, we had been going back and forth and kind of talking and we were discussing his faith, you know what I mean? And what his faith looked like. And, you know, he was talking about, you know, I don't really go to church. I don't really read the Bible. And there's things about the Bible that, you know, I'm like, eh, that's a little iffy and things like that. And so we will have multiple conversations about like his faith. And he's like, you know, I believe in God and I, you know, I'm, I'm a good person and I believe that I do good things, but religion is just not my thing. And so he was never, he, he was not the advocate that like, I'm a pray for you type of person, but he like, this is my homie. He's a realist and I can have real conversations with him. And he'll like tap me right there on the shoulder. Like, all right, you tripping, like you tripping. Like you need to get back on it. And so we would just have, he really was, he's like a good accountability partner in that way. And so we were catching up one night and, and, you know, just talking and I was just talking through these things and I'm just like, yeah, man, I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm just feeling low. I'm just feeling like I'm not being seen and I'm not understanding myself and there's nothing I'm not getting anything back from the world I'm not getting anything positive back from the world therefore I don't have anything positive to put into it and I'm just in this negative headspace right now yo and I can't shake it I've been like this for about a month or so now I can't shake it and what comes out of his mouth is like have you been to church have you been praying you've been listening to your gospel and y'all it didn't hit me right then, but like we had stopped the conversation. It was like the next day and it hit me like, okay, God is telling me literally I'm waiting for you to call. Like God is sitting by the phone and just like, so when, what's up? What you waiting on? Because he sent the, now if he sent a, a message talking about go pray through Janice or through Aaron or through Victoria, I'm like, okay, cause these, these, these are the good sisters and they love the Lord and I know they do it. You know what I mean? That's a message I would expect from them. But he sent this message through a very unlikely person who, you know, I would never expect this person to tell me, go pray. Have you been to church? Have you like, have you talked to God about this problem? Cause this sound like something you need to give to God. This ain't the person who would, be, who would say something like this. This is the kind of person would be like, Hey, you've been to the gym. Like, you, you sound like you need to go to the gym, blow some steam, my dude. Like, that's more so the conversation. And so the fact that God sent this message through such an unlikely messenger, it hit me like a ton of bricks, yo. And I was like, I have not given this over to God, and he is sick of it. All I have to do is release this burden to God. And I was so appreciative of that because I needed that. You get so complacent. There's some people who you're like, man, they always going, you know, she always going to tell me to pray. She always going to keep it real with me. And sometimes that message just has to come from that person who like, I know you and I know what you need. And like, you need to be anchored in your faith. 
Like that's what keeps me going. Even if it doesn't involve necessarily going to church, even if it doesn't involve necessarily, you know, talking to my pastor on a day to day, like all the good things in my life literally come from God. And the times that I feel most just that I feel most excited and where I feel the best about myself is when I am just actively engaged with God and praying and, 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 and just letting him know, like, I hear you, God, I trust you, God. And I just, I got, I had strayed so far away from that without even realizing that I wasn't trusting him. I wasn't trusting God to do what I know he can do. And so I, I had to remember that. I had to remember that. And I guess the biggest thing is that your faith is your faith. You know what I mean? To anybody out here listening to this, if you know you're not Christian, if it just it's so important to believe in something. You know what I mean? If it's the universe and the way that the stars align, cool, whatever. It's literally so important to believe in something and just to have an outlet to release some of the weight to. Because literally, y'all, after that, I prayed that night. I prayed the next morning and just for about a week straight, I started and ended every day with a prayer to God. I started back reading my little devotional book that was just like really good. Um, it's about chasing dreams and things like that. And a hundred days of brave is what it's called. Um, it's a great book. It's something I have not got through all a hundred days yet. And I've had that book for well over a hundred days. I don't read it every day, but it is something really good. It grounds me. Um, it gives me just it just motivates me to know that like, yo, there's a plan. Like God has a plan. You just got to be brave enough to believe in it and trust in it. And it's hard sometimes. Cause it's not cool. It's not cool to talk about God all the time. It's not cool to, you know, be out here like, man, I'm gonna pray about it. Cause you know, we are the millennials and it's all about, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go get it. I'm a hustle. I'm gonna grind and all that. And sometimes praying about something and giving it to God and waiting for him to deliver feels lazy. And it makes you feel idle and it's like, all right, like I prayed about it. Now what? You just got to keep going on the day to day. Like You just got to keep going day to day, day to day. And God will continue to reveal himself to you, y'all. And that is what I have seen. And it's just like, it, it God will just, he's, he, 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 <laughs> he's great. I'm like getting speechless, but it's just, and I don't know. I don't, I'm not real churchy. So I don't know a good way to like articulate it. I don't have like a scripture or anything. I'm literally just a living witness. Like I am not supposed to be where I am right now, but God literally has a plan for me. And I have dreams and I have a vision that probably is nowhere even close to what God has planned for me, but I have to, I have to work on maintaining my trust in him and maintaining my faith. Even when things don't go as I have planned them, it's not my plan. Like I got to remember that it's not my plan. And so these past couple weeks have, have been great. You know, it's just, it's been better. I'm just getting back to like feeling good every day because I don't, I don't worry in January. I just worried a lot. I was just worrying about a lot of stuff that I just didn't have control over. Like what's next for me? Am I like, am I behind? You know what I mean? A lot of, as far as like my dreams for like 
my creative things and like acting and things like that, I I study a lot of the people I want to be like. I study Issa Rae. I study Lena Waithe. Um, I watch a lot of interviews of my favorite actresses, Regina Hall, um, Regina King, all these things. I'll shout out to Regina King for winning that Oscar. Go girl. Um, and so I study. And so even during this time, I still like the least I could do was I'll watch an interview or something like that on YouTube. And I'll watch these Issa Rae interviews and I'll watch Lena Waithe interviews. And I'd be like, there's no way I could ever do that. You know what I mean? Where usually those, those would be fuel for me. During this time, I was so defeated and so just drowning in doubt that even the things that would usually give me fuel were just defeating me because I would see how amazing, I'm like, I could never do that. I could never be that. Oh, sure, Issa, you make it sound so easy. Uh-uh, not me. I don't have the skills. I'm not, how am I going to do that? How? How? Like ever, I was just questioning, questioning and doubting and doubting every little thing, Right. And then when I finally realized, like, okay, when's the last time you, you know, phoned your friend upstairs? And I started praying and just the ease, the ease. It was just like this light that, that popped back on for me where I could just wake up every day and like be okay. You know what I mean? Even if it's, in, I might not, might not necessarily wake up and I'm like jumping for joy. I wake up every morning. I'm like, I'm okay. And today it's going to be okay. It might even be great. You know what I mean? Who knows? I just know I'm not, I know that today is not set up for failure. You know, I'm not waking up waiting for something bad to happen. I'm like, I'm ready for whatever's going to happen because I already know I've released all the problems and the burdens to God. I've already asked God to just see me through this day. I've thanked him for everything he's done, everything he's going to do, everything that he didn't let happen. And all right. So I'm good. It's nothing, it's nothing left for me to do or worry about. Um, And so that's been so important to me. And so, I don't know, I just, this has been on my heart heavy and I'm not a, you know, I just, I just trust God and I believe in God and I have to remember, I have to remember to make that the foundation of everything that I do. That's the only way, that's the only thing consistently in my life that has just brought me back is that. Trusting and believing God got me. Um, and I have to remember that and I stray away from that. And this was the first time and ever in my life where I really start to feel the ramifications of being away from God in such a way because nothing made sense. Nothing, you know what I mean? Things were just happening and I was becoming angry and upset and I didn't understand why I was becoming angry and upset by things. And then there were things that were happening. I just didn't understand why these things were happening to me. And it was like, child, you ain't listening. You being hard head, you being honorary and you think that you can do it. You know, I give you a little bit, I shine on you a little bit and then you think that you got it. And that was a no-no for you girls. So faith, man, I, I, I can honestly say it feels good to kind of be getting back. I'm not there yet fully, but it, every day, every day I'm a work in progress, but I'm really working on restoring my faith right now. Um, I know uh, I see a lot of y'all sometimes sharing those, those like online streams of like those pastors doing those cool sermons and stuff like that. I think Pastor Michael Todd is one of the people who I see a lot. If you guys have recommendations, um, I have TD Jakes on my list of people to look into, but if you have recommendations of just like remote 
churches that you guys tune into or just like online resources um, for sermons and things like that. I do want to try and kind of get back into um, learning and listening to the word of God kind of, you know, being taught. I want to try and get back to that because that was also a great, that's what I come from. And I'm not against that. I just, I don't need to be in the inner workings of the, like, I like to take the message in and kind of dissect it and apply it how, you know what I mean? In a way that works for me. So if you guys have recommendations, like I said, Michael Todd is already on my list. TD Jakes is already on my list. If you guys have recommendations for any other, um, if you listen to any like faith-based podcast that you really, really like, I'll take that. Um, so whatever kind of, whatever kind of tools or resources you guys use, if you have any, um, that are faith-based that you use to kind of keep you in tune and keep you locked in with God, I would be more than willing. And I would love actually, and be super appreciative if you shared any of that with me, that would be awesome. Cause you girl trying to get, just get back on track to a place where I feel good and confident in myself because confidence is just, it took a hit in this new year. Doubt really was just taken over for me. And so I'm really trying to get back to my normal self in that way. Um, which is, has a lot to do with why y'all haven't heard from me, man. Life, life happens and life just kind of hit me hard, um, coming into the new year here. And so I'm not going to apologize for it because that this podcast, the monologue is a space for me to just share myself with you guys. And sometimes I don't got nothing to share. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Sometimes I don't have anything that I feel is worth sharing in the moment. And so, um, I'm sorry if that like frustrates anyone, but I'm just being real with y'all. Um, I ain't here to just waste y'all time and just talking to y'all ear, you know what I mean? Every week, just to say I did so every week. Um, but I'm, I'm working, I'm working and I, I believe that God is going to make, you know, my life so exciting and amazing here that I'm gonna have some, just be able to drop episode, episode after episode after episode every time. Um, but yeah, coming into 2019 was a bit of a struggle for me. And so, you know, I had to take my time. I had to take my time, step away, figure out what was going on with me and how can I, how can I get back on track? And so my answer, I prayed about it. It might sound a little cliche and it might sound foo-foo to some of y'all, but that's cool. That's cool. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't perfect, but it's what works for me. It's what's been working for me. And I just want everybody to know that I feel a thousand times better. Um, and just still working towards, you know, just fully getting back to, big bright jam a lamb um so yeah that's my jam session i just want to talk to y'all a little bit about you know the good the good works of the lord (laughs) i hope you guys enjoyed that um yeah that was this is hard for me i never i've never really talked about my faith um or you know talk talk about god and things like that to people so Hopefully someone got something from this. Let me know. Let me know any thoughts, comments you have, you know, as per usual, drop it in comment section on my Instagram, DM me, I don't care, wherever you want to go. Um, if you guys ever have any petty portions that you want to hear, I love laughing. I love hearing what's petty to y'all. So always drop the petty portions in the DM in the comment section on SoundCloud, wherever, Facebook, I don't care. I'll see it. <laughs> Um, as usual, follow me on Instagram at Jamaya J-U-S-T-J-A-M-A-Y-A. And that's also my Twitter as well. Um, like 
and subscribe and rate and all those fun things. If you like this episode, if you like this podcast, you want to hear more from me, um, let me know. Give me that feedback. I'm always willing to take that feedback. But if you're listening to me via SoundCloud, Apple, um, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, any of those things, definitely like and subscribe and rate. Give me some five stars, five stars, five, 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 five star. Um, just to kind of help me get that push out a little bit more. Um, yeah. And that, that's about it. That's all I got for y'all this week. This time, I won't say week because y'all know how I be. But uh, hit your girl up. I'm also considering, oh, it's the last thing. I'm also considering taking the monologue to a live stream platform. Um, How do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about live streams? I'm still, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm still going to record the podcast to upload on to like SoundCloud and upload on the Apple podcast. So it's still going to be an audio you know, on an audio platform as well. But I'm also thinking about live stream, live streaming, uh, me recording, or maybe taking an aspect of the monologue and creating a live stream kind of like sub section of it. Uh, I just like to interact. I know I was saying I hate social media. I just hate being like fed. Like I hate the like impulse that I have to always need to scroll through and like be fed the BS on social media, but I love the interaction. Uh, part of social media so I would love to just do a live stream and you know crack jokes with y'all talk to y'all see what y'all want to talk about and just be able to get that interaction with the people commenting and stuff like that I don't know who knows this maybe maybe not I posted about it on Facebook I didn't really get much hit on it so let me know if you listen to this how you feel about that and for real this time that's all I got I'll check y'all out next time all right keep pushing y'all